Alrighty, what do you say? Alright, so... Let's this episode and go get some goddamn food. Yes. Tired boy, let's yeah. go! Tired I, boy says, let's go! Am I doing sex ed first? Uh, yeah, I don't care. Okay. <laughs> let's fine. get it on, baby. I'm right. not sad, like, after the first one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> first one was... Yeah. It feels like yeah. a lifetime ago that we recorded our first episode. You remember three weeks ago when we asked about the birthdays? <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Um... <clears throat> Welcome to Brose, the thrill of victory, the agony of defeat. <laughs> my name is Matt Casnell, and joining me as they always do are my bros in Rose. To my right, Mr. Rich Sweeten. Hey, guys. To my left, Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hey, everybody. And across from us, reporting live from Kansas City, Missouri, Tim Hansen. What's up? What's up? How's everybody doing? It's good. It's Missouri. It's Missouri. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. It's Missouri. I just got anxious that I've been streaming for the last two episodes. Like, I like it got really quiet before we started the episode, and I'm like, "Fuck!" I think I've been just yelling, <laughs> absolutely yelling. That's some. That's that's some very uh, yell worthy questions. To yeah. be honest with you, like, not the questions were good. It just led to some very lively discussion. Mm-hmm. Just eat Bezos into some pit. We're yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, but that's then next... you don't get his money. He's just dead. Yeah, yeah. His wife gets it, or his ex-wife. Yeah. So he goes. Well, yeah. then give her some huevos and uh, huevos. huevos. This is very like, yo, listen, wife. the former Mrs. Bezos. Here's have some more huevos, have some huevos, please. <laughs> have some um, huevos. So anyway, that fortune you're in here. Oh, that's a lot of that's a lot of work to like go through the paperwork and everything. I could help you out. With yeah, that. just bond with her of how gross that fucking wine was. <laughs> yes, huevos is muy malo. Muy malo. <laughs> Welcome to the Brose Podcast. Brose available- <laughs> Bruto. <laughs> uh, available as always on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, TuneIn, and everywhere else where you can find fine podcasts like the Brose Podcast. Uh, we are on our third glass of wine here on the Brose Podcast, uh, which means we're ready and raring to go to answer your questions. <laughs> because the premise of the show is to answer questions from you the audience about life the universe and everything so if you have a question you'd like us to answer whether we've had one glass of wine two glasses of wine three glasses of wine Bottle four man. glasses of wine let's et be honest etc et et so on and so forth Wombo. Uh, we'd be happy to handle them <laughs> we'd be happy to handle them at any level of inebriation uh, but you have to email them to brosequestions at gmail.com uh, that's brosequestions at gmail.com or we're not going to know that you sent them and that, that's going to be sad that's going to be why, really sad. why would you do that yeah like send them to anywhere else if, like if you send them to like at uh, amazon support at amazon.com like it's not going to get to like, us what the fuck it's a common misconception that if you email things to the amazon support chat that somehow they'll wind up uh in brose's email address it's simply not going to happen like i'm sorry unfortunately unfortunately uh so before we get to the questions let's talk about our wines i will start this episode uh i'm drinking bijou uh, a rosé from California. It is a crisp and elegant California rosé wine, as uh, as 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 described by the people who make Bijou. <laughs> uh, it, this wine is okay, but it's just not my wheelhouse as far as the type of rosés that I enjoy. Um, it's it's a little bit lighter, a little bit uh, drier. It, it, I don't want it super sweet. I, I want that that that. That dark red, that ganache grape, the Pinot Noir effect, and I'm simply not getting it with Bijou, which is not Bijou's fault. 
it's making something that's just not you know it's they're not making it for mad yeah cats, no. different strokes they're making it for johnny rose like the average rose <laughs> drinker and simply not me uh i hate johnny rose what, what <laughs> uh giving this one a a very solid and and not with with no potential to move up or down a very solid braverage this but- week the Johnny Rosé. The every Rosé. <laughs> yeah, the everyman Rosé. This is like going to work. It's like, ah, Johnny Rosé. Yeah, work my hours. Go home. Enjoy a Rosé. <laughs> and meat and potatoes. Apples and oranges. <laughs> uh, Rich, what are you drinking? Uh, I, look, I'm, I'm having difficulty picking. <laughs> Listen, guys. Which, which one of these? So I'm just going to go over a few. <laughs> and you guys pick your favorite. Okay. Holy Fourth Amendment, Batman. <laughs> Holy Purple Cannabis, Batman. Holy Mashed Potatoes, Batman. Holy Stomach Aches, Batman. Holy Tentos, Batman. Holy Unrefillable Prescriptions, Batman. <laughs> Holy Interplanetary Yardstick, Batman. <laughs> Holy Shrinkage, Batman. Holy Hardest Metal in the World, Batman. Holy Journey to the Center of the Earth, Batman. Holy Fruit Salad, Batman. <laughs> Holy Cliche, Batman. Holy Ravioli, Batman. <laughs> Holy Frankenstein, It's Alive, Batman. I'm drinking Gotham Projects. <laughs> I love think... <laughs> Holy Mashed Potatoes. It speaks to the Irish in me. That's a good one. I liked Holy Fourth Amendment. <laughs> <laughs> <They're>... <laughs> so, uh, uh, those are uh, Robin's catchphrases from the original Batman series. I am drinking, obviously, if you didn't heard, Gotham Project Rose, Gotham, Robin. It works. Um, I, I'm out of Batman references. Now, go to BuzzFeed's list of top 356 Robin qu- uh, quotes. It is just fantastic. Everybody seems to remember like the shark repellent from the original Batman series, but still by far my favorite part of the original Batman with Adam West series is there was a there was a, a episode where they were investigating a crime that happened at a museum, and Batman insisted on him and Robin paying like the museum fee to get in because <laughs> he's doing the right thing. The 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 Batman movie from that series, the the movie is the best. <laughs> it's maybe not the most the the best critically like like the the best movie but it is so fun i love it here's a gif of him punching the shark yes, off of his ideal leg. i didn't ideal. expect him to have shark repellent <laughs> <laughs> uh tim Ho- holy flip-flop holy God. ghost rider holy benedict arnold all right i'm done rich is broken uh tim what are you drinking this evening i am drinking yes way rose and i spent the last couple minutes checking out their twitter and it looks like they gave up in August. <laughs> you know what that means? It's our prime opportunity to move in. Yes. Anytime somebody has given up on Twitter, that means we have an opportunity to move in and yeah. become a sponsor <laughs> and sponsor uh, that or have them sponsor us. So as a dry wine, which is definitely not my preference, I give it a Braveridge. It's 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 good. It's not bad. And even as it's warmed up over the course of us recording, normally that's when shit gets gross. And I, I'm still digging it. Um, okay. Looks like it's a product of France, but they're largely based in uh, New York City at this point. Okay. More in the Brooklyn area, but uh, yeah, they're they're very entertaining and they're really they're really leaning heavy into that. Like, uh, if we put an e and an accent on it, ingenuity, <laughs> <laughs> Uh All right. So, Sean, what are you drinking? I'm this drinking a uh, Courtney Benham rosé of pinot noir uh it's a napa valley 2018 wine and i just noticed this there's like a little logo on the front and it's just a dude eating shit on a bike 
<laughs> just like a dude hitting a rock and fucking getting owned. Like, he's, he's like oh, a, you mean literally he's eating shit? Nah, <laughs> no, no, he's just like about to go down. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, Courtney. Is he like doing tricks? Or is I, no. I, I mean, this looks like he fucked up. <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, this is a... Don't drink and bike. Don't drink a bike. Uh, thank you, Courtney. Um, <laughs> it is... This wine is good. Above average. Uh, it tastes a lot like raspberries, and that's nice. It would be a good breakfast wine. Uh, this is like the first one I've had in a while that I was like, this is a good wine. Okay. Yeah. I'm into it. Yeah. 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 I feel like I've hit kind of a dry spell with my picks. So like, yeah. It's, just... it's been a long time since I've had something. I think Huevos was like really the beginning. <laughs> the beginning was, of the end. Yeah, because it was so bad. I was just <laughs> like, and <laughs> honestly, like. How we, much did you pay for that again? Like six bucks, like five dollars. <laughs> it was so yeah, cute. Yeah, yeah, But like, we're so far into this at this point. It's just like, I've had so many rosés. It's so hard to be like, <laughs> yeah. what's good anymore? Yeah. <laughs> it's like when you read a word and it's like, what does this even say? Yeah, when you read it over and over <laughs> yeah, and over again. Like, what am I doing? Huevos. Huevos. What's that mean? Yes. So. All right. So, Mr. Sweeten. Yes. You have an envelope of questions in front of you. Yes, I do. Which it's includes got... a carryover from episode uh, 20.2. Yes. Which I... you want to give the proper attention during this episode. My, mm-hmm. my uh, envelope has three glasses of wine, each with different amounts of wine in it. Yep. And on Looks the like back. for this evening. On the back is a Christmas tree. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. <laughs> like you yeah, do. So like you yeah, do. There's a face on the tree. There is a face on the tree. It is the Thanksgiving tree. Yeah. It's wonderfully drawn by Mary O'Brien. <laughs> um, so the the leftover question from last time uh, is, uh, we'll, we'll just start with that one. Yeah. What kind of sex ed did you get in school? What should sex ed include now? So I had public school sex ed. And... I, I candidly don't remember a ton from L- it. Learning on the job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which meant that I didn't learn a whole lot until much later. Uh, <laughs> my education gave me like so. So I, I don't know. Like I, I felt like I got like a pretty robust education, and it was the time like they they taught you a lot about sex health. Like there was a pretty. I do remember there was a pretty interesting discussion about. Um, uh, like consent when it came to sex and which was nice. which was really important because i th- like there were a lot of very 14 and 15 year old boy opinions and I-, I will admit myself included about like consent when it came to these encounters which again was appropriate for somebody who was not having a lot of encounters <laughs> um and, and that that was important it was a very good discussion but the only other thing that i distinctly remember was we we watched a very old-timey video and it was just like it was pretty stereotypical, like old timey, like sex ed video. Until at one point, where all at once they just started showing in full a woman giving birth. Oh, it's the miracle <laughs> of life. Yeah, it, 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 that must have been it. I think it was. Yeah, and it was just like whoa. Yeah, you, you, yeah, like you've barely seen a vagina, and then you yeah. see a vagina doing that, and yeah. you're like. What? <laughs> what? I don't want anything to do with that. It was the only time, and I say this with all sense, I think it was the first time in my life that I watched a movie and my eyes started watering. <laughs> I was just like, what is that? And everybody was trying to act like, everybody's trying to play it cool in the room that I'm in. I'm like, what, what is, no, you're all seeing what I'm seeing, right? Like, like I'm flipping out, like trying to keep it together. Like that, that is what I distinctly remember. So I, that uh, we'll get to the, what I think should be taught later, but that is, those are my, my most like visceral memories from sex ed in high school. Yes. What about you guys? Um, so Collingswood is really stupid. (laughs) 
Uh, they don't no get good. they don't get sex ed until senior year of high school. That's the dumbest mm, thing I've yeah. ever heard. Um, of. But to, questionable too decision. Late. Um, we we also I did have at least in Woodland uh, in like sixth and seventh grade, um, and m- maybe sometimes in health class we had the basic idea of man has penis, woman has vagina. Yeah. You have sex, you yeah. make a baby. Okay. Um, but like, so so it wasn't it wasn't that they were because I was like that seems really irresponsible to all the women, especially in the class, yeah. who are like really fucking going through something. Yes. Before but before like, they like, like we we yeah. we learned I I can't remember fully what grade it was, but we learned at some point women have periods. Okay. And stuff, but like the the meat and potatoes of sex ed and learning about consent and learning about. STDs and stuff like that, you didn't get until senior year of high school. Mm. That's brutal. Yeah, that's terrible. And what is yeah. I not to not to derail you, uh, but like, do you know what the, what the average age to lose your virginity is? I don't. Because like, isn't it like fourteen or fifteen now? Huh. It's stupid low. <sighs> I I I'll, I'll try see if I can find that information. Yeah. I, I yeah. My, okay. In my experience, like, listen, like, yeah, right. Talks yeah. it talks a, a large game when you're in you're in high school. So I, I don't. Really I was 18. Know. Yeah. Yeah. I was. Uh, I, it doesn't matter. We don't need to get into it. We don't need to get into it. Yeah. I was, I was uh, this old. I was 16. Uh, I was uh, old. Long <laughs> age. Uh, but I was in a committed relationship at the time. According to uh, a February 2018 article from the website Indie 100, which is the first item that comes up on Google, right. uh, the average age that people lose their virginity. Uh, now, this uh, it appears that this includes worldwide, so I don't know if that's really true. People become sexually aware at 15 years and two months, but the average age that people lose their virginity is apparently 17.4 years old. Okay, that's- that seems. Hi. That, that's, but that, that's too that seems accurate, correct. in my opinion. I think yeah. that seems right. Well, yeah, it's very specific. <laughs> it's very specific. But I think I think that seems right. I think a lot of people talk a big game, like you said in high school. But I don't think I think like around sixteen. If they are talking between 16 about sixteen and eighteen, I think is a reasonable time. Not to get too specific, but I am sure that there is a, they are drawing a distinction between doing quote unquote stuff and between doing the thing. Yeah. So. Anyway, all right. Yes. So, uh, in terms of sex ed education, so yeah. you, so like, so, a, like, like meat and potatoes. Eight, you were. 18, I was, I was 17 18, or eighteen when I was getting the meat and potatoes of sex ed, and I was like, I actually. Can we, uh, can we stop with the meat and potatoes? <laughs> when we're talking about <laughs> we're this. Talking, yeah, the meat is the penis. <laughs> and the is the I thought the Give me them potatoes, potatoes would be the balls, and the, uh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it can be. <laughs> oh, but but you, you need like, a carrot. <laughs> God damn it. You just make a pot roast. Is that what it <laughs> is, right? Carrots, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like a slow cooker pot roast and that takes eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> but I, I got I got the, the like, uh, I, I don't actually think consent was a big thing. It was more of like man, woman, STDs, and they actually, one of my test questions, we went over this in previous episode, one of the test questions questions everybody got wrong because it was an abstinence only kind of question yeah it was what is the number one most effective way of birth control and it was don't have sex so <laughs> i mean that's a no I, I have yeah yes 
That is correct, but it's not helpful. No, yeah. <laughs> like, no and every yeah. yeah, it's like it's, it's like the thing when I, when I would look this up all the time when it's like you know hangover cures. If you Google hangover cures, every article is like the number one way to prevent a hangover is to not over drink. It's like yeah, but we that ship has sailed. <laughs> that's why I'm on your website. Yeah. And, and it's clearly like, I don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> and it's like the the worst part was, and I'm sure it might be similar with some of you. Is I know Sean, you went to you you Sean and Tim went to private school. Yeah, I went to right. Catholic you school. Catholics, so it might be different for you guys, but for me, we were taught by our gym teacher. Mm-hmm. We were taught sex ed by our gym teacher, mm-hmm. not by somebody who like. That's so weird. I like. I hate I mean, to say just, uh, anything physical. Is just like gym teacher handles yeah, like, it. It's like, bizarre. Like, like it's not the teacher. Gym teachers don't know how to teach, but like, like a little bit something. <laughs> but it's like something like this. They should. It should be somebody who, like teaches more than just physical education i think the class i got from my gym teacher was the best really yeah so uh break sorry it down. i didn't want to cut no. off richie no, no break, I, break it that's, down, that's about it for me yeah. like so I, i've got two stories because one my folks told me when i was like nine or ten is when i got the birds and the bees so it wasn't until a couple years later when philip and james like split up all the boys into one classroom and the girls into another classroom and we watched some dumb video that didn't really explain anything but kind of explained something uh and then jimmy cabrelli's like but how does the sperm from the boy get into the lady this classic jimmy cabrelli <laughs> that's a great impression i don't yeah. even know who that is but, <laughs> it. but with you just got a picture of giant mole right here oh, and then no. like him just being angry all the time um <laughs> the mole i'd be mad if i had that mole too <laughs> molly, molly, molly. you have Dude, a mole on your face in fifth grade when i told him santa wasn't real like holy shit yeah holy moly uh, <laughs> holy moly is what he said when that happened so, so that was already funny and awkward but they didn't really talk into the physicality they were they just kind of like alluded to the fact that Cell A from the man goes into cell B from the woman, but they don't talk about how it gets there, and they just – that was it. There was no, like, here are things to avoid. Here are things you should know. Abstinence. No, they avoided all of it, and they're mm. just like, sperm, egg, baby. That's it. Mm. And I was like, all right, that that's like 20% of the picture. Just a hard okay. fact. <laughs> so Sean, I, went to, oh, go I went to CFS – the they had a lot of faculty who did like multiple things so the baseball coach who was also like one of the athletic coordinators who was also the gym teacher but was also the health teacher uh mr thompson he had a slideshow and a bunch of other things in the class and the slideshow literally starts out like really basic stuff and he's like also here's the clip from the uh miracle of birth uh, yeah no scar everybody and then he's like and here are pictures of stds and not like here's a graph like somebody drew a picture of what this could look like here are pictures of stds and the very first picture is like this looks like coral he's like nope (laughs) (laughs) oh no it's beautiful oh no it's the great barrier (laughs) (laughs) so it was just like Oh, God. So you knew what was coming and he, yeah. like, hit you with the facts. He's like, listen, I'm not I'm not going to butter or sugarcoat this. I'm not going to butter you up. Like, 
this could be really nasty, really fast, really easily. Don't be a fucking idiot. Yeah. And then the like, is are there any follow up questions? Was just like really, really stupid shit from a bunch of boys in boarding school. Like, can you masturbate too much? Like, is that a thing? Is that unhealthy? And it's mm. like, it's unhealthy if you start to bleed. Don't fucking do that. <laughs> Ooh. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Women really squirt that much, and it's like, that's, wow. whoa, all right. That's, and, uh, like, all sorts of the most, you've clearly watched too much fucking porn, please stop kind yeah, of questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It variably happens. Um, In seventh grade. <laughs> too early for that shit. <laughs> uh, Sean, what was your sex ed experience so. like? So, um, you, you make space for Jesus. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. here's the <laughs> thing. Enough room for the Holy Spirit. Here I have, so. Christian my, side hug? <laughs> my, uh, so my Get mom. Get married so, at 19. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So my, um, so I was had out of wedlock, right? So my mom got married to my stepdad. I was, I already existed. So like, she was very, not frank, like she wasn't, she didn't like really go into it, but she's like, this is going to happen. Use condoms. Don't be a goddamn idiot. And she was like very upfront about it. But to to contrast that, so like, regardless of when I ended up having sex, I was very careful because I had that in my head. And also, there's like this weird like, if your parents are like, you're going to do dumb shit, you're kind of like the rebellious thing to do is to not do that. Yeah. So it's like I'm gonna do well. I'm gonna do that. I'm like super smart. I'm gonna be super smart about it. (laughs) So like we, so I had that, which was which was really good because I had a class in school called like sexuality relationships and sexuality or something like that. It was my sophomore year, and it was a religion class. So my sex ed was. A religion was like my religion curriculum for that semester hmm. and so it was like theology of the body or? It, 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 i don't i don't remember it, well i don't remember what it was called but it was i remember it was taught by mr fitzpatrick who also taught latin he was a cool dude and he was like he was he was very open and nice because we were like what about oral and he was like well in the context of marriage you can do that but eventually like he was basically like every question was just ended with like you had to finish inside the woman <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> it's got to yeah. go where it's got to go. Yeah. yeah. It was like, you got to always, or uh, you can't use prophylactics or whatever. And yeah. so I was like, so, but it was like, and like the only project we had, like we had to name all the different parts of like the vagina and the penis. And like we had to, um, but the only real project we had was we had to, uh, we had to do a presentation on STDs. And it was just to be like, this shit can happen. Like I had to do chlamydia and I remember being like, it was like, you can get it in your eye. Like if you, like, it was like awful. And, and it was just like, it was just scare tactics. It was like, condoms aren't always effective. You like abstinence is the only hundred percent effective way not to, to avoid pregnancy. And I just remember it was just like, so like to, to then transition into what should be taught is like, I think we as adults need to realize and like recognize that as that generally not across the board but generally teenagers are gonna f- have sex and we need to give them the information that they need to do it safely and stop treating pregnancy as a punishment for having sex mm-hmm. and just be like here's how you avoid that like it's yeah. not a punishment but like it's very difficult if it does yeah. happen yeah. so like use condoms here's like I think just being upfront, because I think there is like this weird thing with, especially with Catholic schools, where the lack of information feeds into this like, 
I honestly think a lot of teen pregnancies happen because the kids don't understand how yeah. babies are made. Yeah, you have to give the other options because just saying the abstinence-only education is not helpful because it is important to say the only 100% way yeah. to stop pregnancies is abstinence, but that's like saying the only way to avoid a car accident is to just walk not everywhere. Drive. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's not helpful. Like it, it's helpful to a fall, to a degree, but you have yeah. to be, say, okay, you've decided to get on the road. Now here are the 50 things you can do to minimize yeah. your risk. When yeah. when when teaching this, it is important to know that, but that should not be a grading factor. No. I should not be asked that question and it be a trick question. It yeah. should be when the question is, "What is the most effective form of birth control?" Yeah, it should. That be, is don't have somebody sex. saying, "I'm a huge 76ers fan." Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the most effective form of birth control is to be like, "I am. An, I watch all 82 games." Roll that D twenty. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we. Yeah. Yes, I also think. Um, my Having, favorite persona character is <laughs> is yeah. Have you watched Sonic X? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go fast. <laughs> that's that's James Bond, right? He's a Minute Man. So. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man. But beyond so beyond just stopping abstinence only education because it's so fucking stupid and like I I think just being honest with kids and being like we know you're gonna do it here's how to be safe I think having like you Matt had a had a had like a, at least a talk about consent but i never did mm-hmm. my educational consent came much later and like i like to think that i never like in like infringed on anyone but like i didn't know yeah like i was never you never told that as a yeah. kid like it is an inherently kind of unsexy part of sex but it's so important mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. just get over your fucking stuff yeah exactly to like yeah. have your to get to the fun stuff exactly yeah 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 <laughs> um are there any other parts of of from what you recall of your sex ed, to, to wrap this up real quick, is there anything that you wish you had been taught in your sex ed that had not been covered? I don't know. I think we just talked about like I think mas- we hit oh, like a lot of being it, yeah. bad. We yeah. talked about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, yeah. Uh, you're talking to a bunch of fucking sixteen year old dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, let's be real. Is masturbation bad? It's like how many fingers am I holding up? <laughs> <laughs> if you can tell, then you're doing okay. <laughs> How hairy are your palms? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but but honestly, it's just abstinence only has got to go. It's the most dangerous thing you could try to teach kids because kids are just going to be like, no, go fuck yourself. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a wild Better thing yet, that let still me do exists. it. I'll fucking do it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but just being up front with literally everything, and it's just another – outside of school, it, it was just another re- – uh, another use of be smart about being stupid for my mom was just like, listen, if you're going to have sex, I am just assuming you're going to have it before you get married. Cause duh. Um, it, if you don't, that's cool. But like, I'm just assuming you're going to, yeah, I think don't I think, be a fool. Wrap your tool. Like you have yeah. to go into my, this, that even get, if you get a degree, not a baby, that was Leviticus 14, six, <laughs> my, yeah. my dad's form of like, the birds and the bees he came up to me and he he like i was supposed to go hang out with a friend a lady friend and he he comes up to me he 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 leans over the chair and he's like you can laugh if you want to but just answer seriously do you have protection that's the birds and the bees yeah the whole conversation i think my dad took me to a park 
uh, and gave me a book like it, like the, the park across from the Exton Square Mall and uh, and it's it was a really a terrible weird park for that because people actually fuck there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe it's the perfect park. It's like, well, it, see what they're doing. It presented a lot of conflicting information because I enjoyed that park a lot when I was about six, and then my dad took me there again when I was like. 13 and, and had this talk with me and had a book and then i remember like four years later uh my brother being my dad being like i'm gonna take alex to the park and i'm like <laughs> and i kick back and just yeah. let, he let, doesn't know what's coming <laughs> i think yes we're stopping at the library first i'm yeah. like <laughs> yeah yeah I, I also think it's it's an inherently weird discussion to have with your kids but you have to have it it's yeah. very yep. important yep. just nor- normalize it not be like it's cool if you're doing it. Like I feel the same way about drinking. Like yeah. don't be like go drink, but be like, if dr- you do, here's how to be safe. There's about a line it. to draw with sex where it's like you have to draw the line of it's a very special thing to happen, and also it's entirely natural. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. yeah. So uh, what is our next question? All right. Rich? Our next question is, uh, and this is all in caps. So what's on your bucket list? I'm sorry. It's all in caps. It, it is. But the question is, what's on your bucket list? Is that from I have Amanda no bucket list. It's, it is from Amanda Hastings. I, I have no bucket list because I'm never going to die. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> what is on our bucket My list? My bucket list. I think well, I would like to... I don't know. This is hard. Because I, I don't want to be cliche. Like, I'd like to do like stand-up. I'd like to mm-hmm. get in front of somebody. I'd like to do a performance yeah. of something. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know what it is. It could be stand up. It could be music. Just I want to get in front of people again and yeah. do that. Yeah. Like do that's on my bucket me. list. Like I want somebody to come see me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. <laughs> I'd love to host Same a radio show. Specifically, like that's as far one. as as far as like in in that vein, like I'd love to host like a talk show of some sort, like. On the radio or on yeah. TV, I, like not that the bros, the award winning bros, a podcast does not but, count. However, however, it is you could it, it you could s- put it on your resume if you're trying. I mean, like it's yeah. silly, but yeah. like you could be like, look, I can handle a show, and also we're drunk the whole time. Oh yeah, <laughs> but, I, I will have a serious conversation with you. There was an email I was sending to somebody. Uh, I alluded to the fact that I was listening to a lot of jazz music lately, and this is related <laughs> to an email I'm sending to somebody who is potentially. Uh, may work my way into an on-air role, not going to count my chickens before they hatch. But I remember writing an email back to them as I'm going back and forth on this exchange. And, and I was consulting with my wife going like, should I mention Brose in this email? <laughs> like, and, and I ultimately decided like, yeah, because we put in a lot of work on this shit. Yeah, so, regardless and, of how yeah. stupid it is. Yeah. Like it is an inherently dumb show and we're dumb idiots who are talking. But like we thank do. Thank you for we, listening. Yeah. yeah, thank you for listening. But we do put a lot of work into yeah. it. We absolutely do. And it and, and it, ha- it bears a lot of the hallmarks of traditional talk radio. Yes. So uh but that that would be one of mine. And if I'm going shooting for the stars, I'd love to be Live and in person for like the like the moment that a Philadelphia sports team wins a championship. Yeah, like obviously we we watched the Eagles win the Super Bowl this year, which not a lot of people talk about. We won forty one to thirty three over the New England Patriots <laughs> in uh twenty seven in uh twenty eighteen. Uh, and Nick Foles beat Tom Brady. He caught the pass. Tom Brady didn't. Uh, but uh, but we watched that you know on television. That was a phenomenal moment. But to be live. Yeah, in case anyone it happened, and uh, and we did it in Minnesota, uh, the team that we beat the week before, thirty-eight to seven. Not that I don't remember any of this, but uh, but th- I would love to be in person to see something like that, to see you know the f- when the Phillies won the World Series, yeah. when the mm-hmm. I would love to be in the stadium for that to happen. It's going to be really hard and really expensive like, to do, but that's like, on one of my lists. Like, could you have just imagined in two thousand eight uh, going back to oh. that game two oh days God. after? 
Yeah. And Bradley's throwing that last pitch. Oh, my God. Like, I, I think back to that moment, yeah. and I still get emotional about I, it. I'm I like, called your shit. cousin... I called your cousin Vince while he was at work and just screamed into the phone for two minutes. And he was like, you need to calm down. I'm like, I do not need to calm down. Brad Lynch did it. <laughs> like, to, to, like to be in person for a moment like that would be yeah. incredible. So yeah. that's on my bucket list. Uh, what what about you, Tim? What's on your bucket list? Uh, I'm on the same page as Sean of just uh, performing in front of people. Like a significantly large crowd and just that genuine appreciation and enjoyment of it. Because mm-hmm. like I I put on the facade of confidence, absolutely. But like any time I've ever sang with a choir by myself, karaoke even, like nerves hit me like crazy, but I fucking love it. Mm-hmm. But also pushing myself to go out and do that takes a lot. But do, doing that to a large crowd and them actually being there for me specifically, not mm-hmm. just like, oh, yeah, I went out to karaoke. You're all my captive audience because you just happen to be drinking here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It sounds like we're getting Sawhorse back together. The official the official <laughs> cover band better. of the Brose Black podcast. Black Shotgun? <laughs> Black Shotgun, the official cover band of the Brose podcast. <laughs> we cover specifically Sawhorse music. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Rich. I, oh, yeah. go ahead. No, I think it seems like most of us want to just be in front of people. Yeah, <laughs> like I, just yeah, yeah. appreciate me. Yeah, please look at me. But like, but like to go I back hate to the, myself. To go back please to the, love me. Well, to go back to the birthday conversation, it seems like we all have a, je- a, a, a a certain level of discomfort with just like appreciate me because I was because because it's the day. Yeah. Like we want to be appreciated because you know we did something or we provided you with something like, I think that, and then I think that's partly why the podcast gives us a lot of, of fulfillment because yeah. we're putting together some good shit on this show. And, and we would like, you know, we, we appreciate the fulfillment from that. And, and anytime you guys write us, uh, please do brose questions at gmail.com uh, and, and contribute to the me. show. Like we, we, we love, like we get that because it's like, you get a certain sense of fulfillment. We work hard on this show. Yeah. So, yeah. um, Rich, what is on your bucket list? Uh, similar to everyone else's, I I want to be not necessarily like want to be up and from. I want to be recognized for something I do, for things I do, brose podcast, whatever writing I might get into. Like I've always had book ideas, I've always had ideas of writing and things like that that I want to get out there. Which is why, like, I push for us to do this. I push for podcasts to continue going. It's like eventually, maybe. Just one day, I'm walking down Broad Street in Philly. So I was like, "Oh, are you so and so?" Like, yeah, not no. trying to pull the celebrity card, but like, I just want to be recognized. Yeah. I want I want people to know what I do. I want my voice out there because yeah. my personal philosophy is: if you live life and you don't get your word out there, then what kind of life did you live? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think one of the dopest things about this podcast, legitimately, besides getting to talk to you guys uh, every couple weeks, is like I have on multiple occasions met people who knew who I was. Yeah, who I didn't know who they were. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, it's like it's very cool to be like, it's. You got a ghost. ghost. Uh, the, the ghost just shoved a stuffed bemo onto my uh, from Adventure Time onto, onto yeah. my shoulder. The ghost play was, me. Who wants to play video games? Yeah, but it it is nice to like it, it reaching anybody, even just like friends of friends, is super cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we yeah. 
we genuinely appreciate everybody yeah. who yeah. listens. Absolutely. Yeah. The, the wildest thing was, I think when, when I met listener uh, Emily Emily Cooper and her husband at, at a get together at your house, Sean, yeah. and it was just like, so you're from the Brose. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 It's totally. always. It's also a little bit of like a touchy thing because I'm like, oh my god, like you oh, know yeah. shit that I've said that I'm like a little bit embarrassed by. <laughs> like a little bit like I should not have said that in real life he's like just because we get a couple hundred engagements does not mean we're like a hundred percent comfortable with what we've thrown out there but that's also part of it we're we're, we're, we're being completely honest You're, we're pulling Speaking you behind the curtain at all times tattoo yeah. question yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're doing an interview I was re-listening to the bros the the broies and I sent that clip to somebody. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, I've never watched the Muppets. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Oh man, how dare you? Yeah. And did you 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 never texted him again, right? Because that's the end of your friendship. Well, he's like the only guy at work that I actually like, and on more not than anymore. Any time we, <laughs> Sorry, I, bro. You need another friend. <laughs> yeah. We we literally were on. We we had a meeting together, and multiple people over the course of that meeting last week were just like. So those two aren't allowed to work together, right? Because we we just kept sidetracking everything and just busting jokes the entire fucking time. I, uh, I, a friend of mine tried to set me up with a friend of hers, and I found out she's never watched Scrubs before. I'm like, nope, and walked away. <laughs> so, Scrubs, so Scrubs, that's very particular to you. Muppets is a little bit more oh, yeah. ubiquitous than Scrubs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that, that's very important for you, but like to not like have ever seen. The Muppets is uh, like, it's a weird, that's yeah. a weird flex. But. Yeah, His yeah. response was like, "You've seen the Swamp Thing cartoon, right?" And I was like, "No, I watched the Swamp Thing, mm. not the cartoon." And he's like, "What the fuck? How could blah, blah, blah. like whatever?" I didn't even know that was a thing. This guy sounds like a, a source of negativity you don't need <laughs> in your life. <laughs> Listen, he gives me energy, like caffeine, high caffeine energy gum every couple of days. I'm like, oh, you're my, you're the real MVP. I appreciate you. Okay, so he's your dealer. Got it. Uh, Rich, what is the next question? <laughs> what, was that about sex ed? Was that that question? Uh, we have another one. Oh, no, it's Buckaloo. Bucket- no, that was Buckaloo. Thank you. Yeah, all right. You still have um, a boatload of questions. My bucket list is to teach sex ed. Yes. So, <laughs> uh, this, this question is... Uh, oh, s- actually, real quick. My bucket list is to be elected to public office. I just remembered. Ooh, I want to be elected to public office. That's, that's a legitimate... That that's since I, I was in seventh grade, I told my teachers I was going to be a senator. Good pick. So my, my legitimate bucket list, besides being on stage, is, I guess, in kind of an extension of that is being right. elected to public office. Sean O'Brien, 2020. Yeah. Gotcha. I just want to be your hype man. Um, At all your campaign events, you want the best, you got the best. <laughs> right here, baby. Yeah. So, uh, this next question submitted by a uh, listener, uh, 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 Jim Holland. Um, James Holland. <laughs> Jimmy. Um, James. I love how he starts this question. Let's talk Chinese. Let's not. <laughs> I don't like the way you started that question. <laughs> specifically, <laughs> specifically the 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 uh, the, uh, the black white supremacist bit from Dave Chappelle, where he's, just, he's like, "Let's talk about Chinese people." I read that part of racism. That I'm I, just like, okay, specifically, what is your personal favorite Chinese dish? Oh yeah. Also, what Chinese dish is your least favorite, and why? Ooh. Okay, I know. Okay, this is a good one. I know off the top of my head. So my favorite was previously uh, General Tso's chicken. Yes. Mm-hmm. My favorite now is there is a place in Philly that is near a friend a friend of mine's house who has come over and brought Chinese food. 
Uh, and it is, they have General Tso's soy, so it's like soy cubes, okay. but it's deep fried and it has the same type of sauce. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I found that like General Tso's is like really hit or miss. Like it's either very good or very bad. And theirs is very good. Their sauce is dope as hell. And so, and it's vegetarian. Yeah. So like hits all of the, the things that I want in that. Uh, it's like fried. It's very good. Uh, so General Tso's blank is my favorite yeah so like okay. shrimp chicken soy that's the ultimate comfort food for me is general so's chicken yeah. with fried <laughs> fried rice pork roll or like the uh the egg roll that gets stuffed yeah. in there like that's the ultimate comfort food i've had I've, I've tried other chinese food when i'm like deluding myself into thinking i'm eating healthier and i'm like i'm gonna order like black bean salmon and black bean salmon is pretty good <laughs> but that's not yeah. why i'm ordering it's chinese not, food. it's not general yeah, no you're yeah, ordering like the c15 combo from china walk and you're getting that like in that little tub the chinese the the the, the general's chicken or the sesame chicken that's the ultimate comfort food so yeah. I, I i like the, that regular like you know c15 combo whatever it is general so's chicken yeah yeah it's general so's is up top um second place would be like some sort of teriyaki chicken mm-hmm. teriyaki mm-hmm. dish um, least favorite would have to be sweet and sour. Just... You are so fucking Whoa. wrong. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I'm not Oof. saying it's terrible. I'm just saying I used to eat it so much that I got tired of it. <sighs> Fuck you. So I don't Fuck like you. it. Least favorite is just anymore. that you suck. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm it's a valid over opinion. It. There's the door. Like, I would, I would eat it and halfway through, I would get tired of the sweet and sour sauce. Mm. And then a couple bites later, I would just get tired of how much breading is on the chicken itself. And that, I, I think sweet and sour is like the gateway Chinese food. Like when is. I was younger, that yeah. was the thing I got to like because i didn't like it like yeah. it was like it's like the complexity not to be like fucking pretentious but like the complexity of chinese food is like a weird yeah. thing when you're a kid and like you can have just if you get sweet and sour chicken you can ha- just have like it's basically just chicken nuggets and then you slowly start putting the sauce on and yeah. that's yeah. where you start it, to get good stuff and that's why like it's now at the bottom of my list because i'm like yeah it was the first thing I ate, and I ate it so much. Yeah, I get it now as like, like a nostalgic thing. Yeah, I'm just like you know, I'm into it I, as as a like throwback, but not. I also can't eat it anywhere because there's nowhere that has gluten free, uh, sweet and sour. Yeah. However, General Tso's is naturally gluten free. Uh, even if it's made with a gluten free soy sauce, at least. What about um, like uh, with the fried what, part of yeah, it? What, yeah, what, yeah, what, that's what they it's cornstarch. What? Is it really? Yeah. That actually makes sense. Because I've seen Chinese recipes and they're like heavy on the corn Yeah, you're blowing my fucking mind right now, though. At (laughs) at Wegmans, I can get General Tso's chicken because all the crispiness is like cornstarch. Cornstarch is very high in the American Mm. Chinese food industry. Cool. Yeah. Mr. Hansen, what is your ideal Chinese order? I just want to point out, like, Richie made a very good point in the American Chinese industry because, like, Chinese food for Americans is not actual chinese right. food sure, is yeah. literally created and designed for us absolutely yeah, it is. yeah but that's and i'm they so happy for it <laughs> thank you so just wanted to point that out you're yeah. right you're right um so general so's is obviously a go-to like it's just easy it's always just it's enough spiciness always, it's not always great it's just normally great but like Sean said, it, it's hit or miss depending when, on where you go. When you get that dried pepper in yours as well, mm. and you eat that, and it's just so ah, oh, it's so it's good. Good. Yeah. I God love it. Yeah. It's just such a it's it's the sweet spicy combo. It's ideal. And then mm-hmm. Wegmans has like a cream, creamy uh, uh, shrimp 
or shrimp and cream sauce. Mm. It's so good as well. Yeah. Chinese food is just great. Yeah. But there's a place near us that has two menus. They have like the normal commercial menu, and then they have the not like traditional Chinese, the authentic menu. menu. It, it, it's like almost authentic, but they still have other stuff in there. It's just not bitch heat level and they literally have a number next to some of their stuff from one to ten on how hot it is so they they have i i can't remember if they called it double cooked pork or twice cooked pork but it's like strips of pork belly so more or less just really thick bacon but not like cooked crispy up like bacon it's more Mm. like i don't even know how to describe it but like it, it has this amazing kick to it the 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 pork is really tender and delicious and it's got all sorts of vegetables in, in in it so it's not even like you're loading up on meat it's that it has a great balance of all of it mm-hmm. and that kick is just ooh, delicious mm-hmm. that sounds good you mentioned every a couple of people mentioned the uh the variance with the quality of, chi- of general so's chicken i found the 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 particular food that has the most variance for me is crab rangoon because oh it's God, just yeah. shitty crab rangoon is just sour really cream. Fucking bad. It's just sour cream in a wonton. <laughs> and, and that's not going to do the trick. But like, Or just really, a chunk of cream cheese. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. But if, yeah, if, if you get cra- good crab rangoon, that shit is amazing. Oh, crab rangoon is so good. I yeah. love crab rangoon. I, I love, miss it. I also so. love fried uh, fried dumplings. Just, fried dumplings, yeah. yeah. Dumplings so much general. better than steamed dumplings. Yes. Let's yeah. be real. Yeah, Stop yeah, yeah. getting steamed dumplings. Oh. Fry those motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, they, offer, they offer that when sometimes when my wife and I were Chinese and like they've offered like the fried dumplings or like the, it's like traditional dumplings or traditional crab rangoon or steamed i'm like what the fuck is the matter with you <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go off book here a bit and quickly say that i know this isn't chinese it's japanese i will make myself sick and go eat some ramen if i really wanted some ramen. Mm. like i i can't yeah. eat ramen i miss it so much but i'll definitely get myself sick to ramen go eat some ramen. great comfort food right there mm-hmm uh, Rich, what is our next question? Um, so we've got uh, what, how are we doing time wise? Uh, we're we're going. running a little long, but how many questions do we have left? Uh, we have uh, six, <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's one right. We're very close to a, a an executive there, decision where we just we have, have to do the birthday speed round. But let's one, let's make some moves. So I've, we've got three that can definitely be lightning round. We've got two that are definitely conversation. All right, let's do the two conversation. Yes. We, we got to make moves on this one. Yeah. So uh, I. I'm not doing that one next because I don't know it, so I can't really answer it. Um, first one is, how can a person overcome fear? We're on a third glass of wine. That helps a <laughs> <Yes>. lot. <laughs> Alcohol definitely helps. Yeah. Um, yes. I think therapy is so legit. Uh, therapy is a very good way to overcome fear. Um, but I, 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 I think um, having another person there if you're going to do something that legitimately frightens you i think having a person there as like a support having a support system is incredibly helpful mm-hmm. i think verbalizing it in any way whether it's a therapy whether it's therapy or talking to a friend or a family member or, or yeah. significant other like verbalizing it if you if you keep a fear in your head whether it's you know a fear of flying or a fear of failure or something like that or if you're just afraid of something at your job or in life like if it's just trapped in your head you will go down the worst case scenario path every scenario time. pathway every time yeah and and you you will just bounce around in your head and you'll spend it, it will cripple you for it is it's happened for me it'll cripple you for for significant lengths of time verbalize it whether it's to a friend or or an objective third party like a therapist or a professional or something yeah. like that 
talk about it, speak it into existence. Yeah, like uh, for me, I think it's um, dependent on the fear. Submit yourself in small amounts to that fear. So if it's heights, slowly, gradually bring yourself up to higher and higher heights. If it's flying, maybe just go to the airport or watch mm-hmm. people come in, watch flights come in. Like like slowly and surely submit yourself to your fear. It's, um, if your fear is death, obviously don't go get yourself killed multiple <laughs> yeah, times. Don't be don't do flatliners. It's, it's dependent. <laughs> Oh, it's, no. Yeah, it's dependent on the fear itself. Well, yeah, well, it's, it's a it's aversion therapy. Yeah, yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. But like, yeah, I think that's hard. But I, I do think talking. I think yeah. you're you're right too. If you if you can yeah. bring yourself to that point, but I think like the first step is always talking about it. Oh like, yeah, get absolutely. it, get it, get it out there. Yeah. yeah, feeling like you're not alone against whatever it is, even if that person is not there to walk you through it or be there through that experience. Knowing that someone is in your corner does so much. Mm-hmm. Yes, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, that's and that's the kind of the uh, meat and potatoes. That's the meat and oh, potatoes no. of the Brose <laughs> podcast. Is is really just like I think I the I don't know what the the motto communication. What we're, what we're really trying to get to is just like talk about it. Like yeah, that's what the yeah. Brose podcast is about. Yeah. Talk about it. Share your everything. Feelings. Talk about everything. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Speaking into exa- like because it, it, putting it out there, whether you're writing it or whether you're talking mm-hmm. about it, like putting it on the page or into the world, like I I, I think you 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 either gain empathy or you talk it out yourself because mm-hmm. like you'll you'll either have somebody who says, "Dude, I'm I'm experiencing the same thing that you are," or as you're talking about, it, you'll be like, "You know, this isn't really that that big of a thing." Yeah, like mm-hmm. even if, even if it's a severe thing, you'll just be like, "I can figure this out on my mm-hmm. own." Uh, what yeah. is our next uh, big time question? Uh, uh, next big time question, big time? and um, big time. Uh, count me out on this question. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, what does quotes ethical consumption end quotes mean, and does it matter to you? Is it ethical consumption? Ethical consumption. Uh, uh, like natural resources, or this is a really fucking heavy question. Yeah, Ooh. I think so. <laughs> this is a lot. I, I so we might have to like. Move on to the lightning round. I, I don't this is know. Like, this Too is a drunk big, can't answer. Yeah, this is a big conversation. It's, it's hard, man. Like, because there is what no are we such thing. About? Like, well, the is idea there... is there's no such thing as ethical consumption under capitalism. You're always taking advantage of somebody. And I think this is like a big question that I don't think we have the time to get. We into. touched on like... a ton of this during our our billionaires question, yeah, yeah. which so I think I, was at seventeen uh, twenty one. Yes. Yeah. So I so I am I think I'm editing this podcast this one. So I'll either keep this in when we just say listen to another one. Yeah. Or yeah. Uh, we'll just take this out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we've expressed a lot of our thoughts on this when we discussed the billion. Like you know, is it ethical to be a billionaire? Question like. Yeah, I, I'll <laughs> leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. Who's ready for some speed round? Yeah, let's do that. All right. All right. That's, uh, all right. Number one speed round is what does your morning routine consist of? Is all from, right. Is that from anybody? Uh, no. Nice. It is, uh, for me, wake up, get a shower, go to work. No breakfast, no nothing else. Just wake up, get a shower, and leave. It's entirely dependent on what I'm capable of doing the night before. Uh, if I've handled everything I need to the night before, it's usually have a sip of coffee, stuff it in a stuff remaining coffee into a thermos in my lunchbox. Uh, usually, uh, take a shower. Uh, I have a couple of brain games on my phone that if I wake up early enough, I'll, I'll dawdle on that for a little bit and then just get dressed, brush my teeth out the door. Mm-hmm. Yes. So <laughs> take a shower. 
I take a shower. I take out the dogs. I make my lunch. I, I get something for breakfast, usually coffee and like a Cliff Bar or something. Uh, I feed the dogs, and then I eat on my eat on eat it out. Eat on down eat to on out to work. Tim, what's your morning routine? Um, wake up, deodorant and clothes. Uh, I don't I've get made dressed. lunch. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, neither do I. I just get a shower yeah. and go. I don't know <laughs> why, but it seems like today is going to be a great day. <laughs> uh, if I made lunch, grab my lunch out of the fridge. If I didn't make lunch, then I'm either going to make it or just be like, nope, and mm. grab a monster and head out the door. Boom. Nice. Done. Right. What's our next question, Rich? Uh, next question by Miss Amanda Hastings, and this one's all in caps, but I'm not going to yell it this time. <laughs> What's what's the most useful thing you own? Useful? Yes. I guess my smartphone. Yes. Uh, yes. I agree. It's my phone. Easily. It's my phone. Um, yeah. Just to not copy everyone else, I'm going to say my air fryer. Okay. Ooh. I was going to say this oh, dick. Woo! No, uh, it's, I was going to say it's decent not nuts, that. but I was like, they're not that useful. <laughs> <laughs> they got one use, pretty much. <laughs> Can't even start my car. All right. What's, what, what's Super next? sensitive. God. <laughs> And this is the final question we have. I feel like it's a no-brainer and it's a yes or no question, but you guys might have other opinions. Should college athletes could, should colleges pay their athletes? Yes. Yeah, hundred percent. Yes. Yeah, it's a, a billion-dollar industry. Yeah, you're the, that's the uh, ethical consumption. <laughs> yeah, ethical consumption. Yeah. Are they going to school for free? Because that's a shit ton of money. They're not going to school for free, but they're, they're, they well, excuse me, they are going to school for free. Uh, they're they're in general getting a full ride as far as the tuition is concerned, but you also have to look at it as a value proposition. It's it, the question is, and uh, Philip DeFranco has tackled this multiple times this past week at least. Um, they are not allowed to claim rights to their own property when it comes to video games and such. Should they be able to collect the money from their personality, yeah. and it is absolutely 100% resounding, yes, yeah, they should so be able to claim their own rights. That I would agree to. Should they get paid to play the sport that they are getting a free ride for, which is, depending that, on the school, 50 grand plus a year? I'm not entirely sure, but I also don't know enough and I don't actually care. Okay. Okay. The problem the, is that. Owning the rights to their own image and their name and all the NCAA, NCAA shit that I've heard in all sports, that's horseshit. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's ridiculous. The problem with the, the salary thing is. Like it, it's entire it's a naughty subject because it's entirely dependent on the school and the level of athlete that you are. Like it's you know when you when you talk about college athletics and athletes should be paid, you're typically thinking about uh, football players or men's and women's basketball players. Yes. Um, it's hard to make an argument for okay the men's softball men's baseball team for like yeah. a Division One AA school should be paid because they're not generating revenue. They're typically a revenue loser for an athletic department. Now, the other problem is with if you're just going to say, like Cal the reason this comes up is because California's got a law that says uh, student athletes should make money off of their likeness. And they should be able to like, you know, sign autographs and make money off of it, which is true. The problem is, is that um, if you're if that's the only way you're compensating athletes, the only people who are going to make money then are like mega, 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 mega stars. Um, and so I, 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 there's got to be another area where you've got athletes who are not necessarily going to make it right into the NFL or the NBA or whatever professional sport it is where they're getting compensated for it because in, in most cases, if you look up the highest paid uh, public employees in like most states, it's almost exclusively professional uh, college uh, coaches. coaches. Yeah. It's yeah. coaches. It's like Nick Saban in Alabama mm -hmm. or Will Muschamp or, or yeah. guys, guys like that. It's and and that's wild. You, you can't 
make that guy the highest paid public employee yeah. and then not, well, not give compensation to the you're athletes. You're also, also generally, if you're doing, if you're playing professional football, you, the length of your career is much shorter than, mm-hmm. like, I think a, a, uh, athletes get a lot of flack for making so much money, but, like, you have to think, like, they're making $35 million, but, like, that's over because they're only going to be able able to work for like 10 or 15 yeah. years. Yeah. Rob Gronkowski, who's like one of the, possibly the best tight end in, in NFL history, retired, quote unquote, at age 29. Yeah. He's 29 years old and he's retiring. So yeah, I think it, we have to look at it from a perspective of you're, they have a truncated yeah. ability to yeah. earn. The, yeah. The, the I mean, fact, not really, but kind of. The fact that the school is giving them the scholarship or whatever industry is giving them the scholarship to be able to go to the school for $50,000 a year or whatever doesn't equate to how much money that school is actually making yeah from them playing that sport yeah yeah, yeah. they're still making a bang uh, a buck one and and to the the truncated career thing those there, there have been countless examples of athletes mm-hmm. who have not gotten paid during college who came back for like another year of school because they believe in the team or, or something along those lines still not being paid and then suffered like a catastrophic injury and their their potential career earnings got you know cut at the knees not to not to use a, a crude term but like you know they, they they're not gonna make that money anymore because they got injured during their senior year or something like that and they're not gonna make money anymore mm-hmm. that that specific example if they're getting paid then that's one thing if they're not getting paid then honestly that that one example i would say that's on them and that's just a poor business decision like uh, yeah I mean, if look, you look, know see. that your physicality is your livelihood why risk it for nothing i, I mean the which you is get, also the argument as to why they should be getting paid in the first yeah. place. And it's yeah, but like that example, it's like no, you're being an idiot. Sure, and, and there's the external pressures. People want the the you know they want to win a title or something like that. But you know, and then that's why people leave sport, you know, leave school early to go. And that's why I don't begrudge any athlete who leaves college early. Like if you're if you're eligible for the NBA or the NFL or whatever, and you and you can leave, make it, and you can it. leave college after one year. Like yeah, do it, man. All right. Uh, good speed round, everybody. Yes. Excellent speed round. Uh, does anyone want to wrap things up with a take or anything like that? I mean, I could do a quick take, and it's a nice, lighthearted take, if you, unless somebody else has one. I've been doing a lot of takes lately. So I, fire, I, wanna... I fired off a lot of takes in my first episode, so I'm going to sit this one out. I, I, I've been doing That's a lot of takes, quick. so I want to make sure no one else has takes before I throw one off. I don't have a good one. That Going is in three, degree. two, one. Go. It's Rich's take. So, re- um, recently, I've been thinking of uh, just trying to compile a list. I-, I informed you guys of this earlier today. A list of nerdy things normies should do. And the start of my list is, I'm, uh, Sean could probably guess this one. Number one is play Monster... No, it's not play Monster <laughs> Hunter. It's play D&D. Play Monster Hunter with me, Rich Sweeten, at, <laughs> at my, my PlayStation Network... No, it's play D and D. I think normies. I think everybody should play D and D at least a couple of sessions in their life. Hmm. It is a game that helps spark creativity, helps spark uh, occasionally critical thinking, and and just socialization. Just while playing around a table and imagination, pretending to be somebody you're not. Um. I feel like, and three of us here have played D and D together. Um, the only one who hasn't <laughs> is Matt, um, and 
We'll change that eventually. Yeah, maybe for our, uh... It's not for lack of willingness. Like, yeah, I, I yeah. definitely talk about... It. The the issue is being able to make a time commitment to a... a like, yeah. these campaigns last for weeks and weeks and weeks, and it's simply not... Maybe uh, to this we'll point, do a I've not been able to commit for one of our Brose milestones. Yeah. We could Ooh. definitely do a one-shot. Brose episode 69! Nice! <laughs> the like nice it. campaign. Um, Rose goes to I the think brothel. that that is a good. I think yes, yes. I, I agree. It, it help. It's a good team building exercise, and also yeah. it helps to flex the creative muscles. Yeah, I, I think. like I know a lot of people who are just like sports jocks, whatever that absolutely hate on D and D, and I've had to argue with them. But I'm like, look, those damn I'm, sports jocks. The sports yeah. jocks. Yeah, it's it's very specifically yeah. the sports jocks that are like, <laughs> fuck D and D. You dress up like your character. Yeah. I'm like, no, that's cosplay. That's, that's different, but that's yeah. still awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, yeah. I just D and D is such a fun thing to do. I feel like everyone should play D and D at least a few sessions, or even just once in their life to, to check yeah. it out. I disagree. Whoa. <laughs> You don't think people should play D and I I don't think everybody don't should play D and D because yes, it can absolutely be a great environment to spark creativity, spark imagination. But if you are naturally not a creative or imaginative person, it's it is the most painstaking thing ever. It, like honestly, I don't know if I would play again. And the only reason that I enjoyed myself is because I made a fucking idiot. It's just like, what is the dumbest thing I could do? And it just happened to work. And but like, but you guys made that environment comfortable to for me. There are plenty of D and D groups where it's like, if you're not playing your character the way people think you're playing your character, or like, oh, you don't have a backstory. No, you have to have a backstory. Come up with a backstory and blah blah blah. Like, I didn't have a backstory. Yeah. Yeah, well, you're, but it you're didn't right. Matter. Like, I, you like, have to find a good group of people to play with. Yeah, yeah. There's and, a lot of gatekeeping in that kind of community that mm-hmm. makes it hell for someone oh. who yeah, is nerds, already not nerds, to join that kind. Nerds of Nerds absolutely suck. They are the worst. They're they're terrible. Fucking. Oh. Um, if there's one thing I hate more than sports jocks, it's nerds. It's nerds. <laughs> no, it's the brain nerds. Com- Those brain nerds. <laughs> Coming from the biggest nerd I know myself, nerds fucking suck. Yeah. But, like, to your point, Tim, of, like, you you, you don't know if you'd ever play again. That is fine. You played it once. It's not your thing, but you know what goes into it. So, if somebody were to come up to you, you wouldn't necessarily mock them or say negative about it. It's like, oh, yeah, it's a thing. It's not for me. Yeah. This is very much a let people like what they like. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's That's what my Nerdy Things Normally Should Do segment is kind of about whenever I do it, <laughs> is going to be like, hey, here's a nerdy thing that I think everyone should check out, mm-hmm. just so it's like, you understand. Yeah, and go play D&D. Number one is play D&D. More will come whenever we have more time. Word. It's just gonna come, like, one at a time, generally. When people want to see any more nerdy takes from you, where can they find them? At 1-quest... No, it's <laughs> at B underscore walnuts on right. Twitter. On Twitter. Uh, what about you, Mr. Hansen? At Tim R. Hansen. Mr. O'Brien. At hey, it's SOB. And my Twitter handle is MKASNEL. That's M-K-A-S-Z-N-E-L for all your sports jock takes. Uh, the <laughs> podcast, as always, is available at Brose underscore podcasts on Twitter uh, and on Facebook at Brose Podcasts. And if you have a question for the show, please email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. Uh, I don't know what platform you're listening to this podcast on right now, but there there's a lot of them that you could choose so from. so many. There's like a ton. All of them. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. 
Podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, TuneIn, uh, a lot of podcast aggregating apps. Any other place where you can think about finding podcasts, you most likely will accidentally bump into the Brose Podcast. Uh, special Oops. thanks, as always, to Mary O'Brien for compiling our questions, to Shannon Vogel for designing our well-done logo. You can find her work on Etsy.com and at Shannon Vogel Photography on Facebook. And our theme music is When by Steven Siebert. You can find his music at the Free Music Archive. Uh, speaking of ner- uh, brain nerds, uh, Rich, uh, where can they find your brain nerd takes on one quest? Uh, check out our uh, podcast. It is a nerdly, nerdy roundtable uh, talk show that we talk about the nerds and whatnot, the news and whatnot. <laughs> we talk about those nerds. <laughs> the nerds. Those damn nerds. Um, uh, Get on, those nerds. Where all podcasts are available. I can't talk anymore. <laughs> I host the Keystone Coast to Coast Sports Podcast with Eddie Provident. Uh, we talk about Pittsburgh and Philadelphia sports. Uh, it's available periodically uh, whenever <laughs> I just summon up the courage to admit that I was wrong about Baker Mayfield. Uh, and uh, I also edit and produce the Under Pressure Podcast, The Hidden Story of Pregnancy and Preeclampsia. Uh, say goodbye to the listeners, everyone. Bye. Ciao. <laughs> Bye. Bye. See you later. <laughs> for, oh, no. For Tim Hansen, Sean O'Brien, Rich Sweden, and the entire Action Moose team. Moo! My name is Matt Casnell, reminding you to be smart about being stupid. Bye, everybody. It was great talking to you. I'm so tired. It's so good to be here. <laughs> Let me eat my cheese. Can I go home now? Oh, my God. Oh, wait. I am oh, Mr. Hansen, it's been a business doing pleasure with you as always. Deuces, Brody. Deuces. Bye, buddy. Mwah.